Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hi. And Forrest. I return more powerful than ever. Uh, what are, you, no. are you Morbius? No, if anything, I, I would argue that I sounded a little bit more like Anakin right there than Dr. Michael oh, Morbius from the hit. No, that's Hell not even what I was going it. for. <laughs> I wasn't even... <laughs> you morbid me, bro? <laughs> bro, you gotta be morbid me right now. You're pulling my morb, dude. Um, all right, so uh, it's episode 200. Uh we, I tried to do some special stuff, and it just didn't happen. This is how life goes. Say love it's you. okay. Uh, so let's... I do have some cool milestones. Seth. Yes. Would you like to guess what our longest episode was? Oh. Uh, I mean, I had to do with Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I or, think... Or one of the Final Fantasy VII remake discussions. Well, my That's friend, what my guess would have been. That's what I would guess. Uh, what if I was to tell you that it was the Resident Evil 8 spoiler cast <laughs> <laughs> at three and a half, three hours and 37 oh minutes. Oh, my boy, God. That's longer than the tour that Gilligan went on. <laughs> so I guess uh, that went on forever because of, they got stuck on that island. Now, the second longest was the Kingdom Hearts 3 spoiler cast mm. at 2 hours and 45 minutes. And we could have kept going. Uh, yeah. We, you know. Truly. Yeah. Forrest wasn't even on that one. That was... Oh, that could, was right before. That Not before. right before. That was a few months before. Uh, like, that That one was a good one. <laughs> I did... I think I made a stop at that point. And, <laughs> um... So, yeah. So, the longest episode was Resident Evil 8. Uh, That's insane. People mainly listen to us on Apple Podcasts, and the next biggest (laughs) is the web browser. So, shout out to people going to our website to listen to us. Uh, Cool. Thank you. Yeah. You know, you you found us directly to the source. uh, you know, the biggest chunk of people out there that listen to us are in North America. Um, 16% is the next in the EU. And then 3% South America. And we get, uh, we even have listeners, 1% in Asia and 1% in Oceania, which mm. is so like the Australia, Australia area. Or in Malaysia. And we have exactly, we have exactly one listen in Africa, and uh, they they nice. were just not into it after that. I don't think. Uh, hey, they gave it a try. Which is fine. It uh, happens. Yeah, you know that's all we can do. We're just putting content out and hoping you listen and like it. Um, frequently or infrequently, life happens, and you know this is how Look, it we is. We put it out when we want um, to. We don't do this right. for you. <laughs> it's it's for us but we're glad you listen yeah um so i Except for you you know who you are right um catherine um Ooh. <laughs> uh, uh so 
we, we, I've been playing a video game, and by a specific video game, I've been playing more like an experience, in that oh my God. I, I got an Oculus Quest 2, and uh, I've been playing a lot of VR stuff. Ah, like the VR troopers. Yes. Uh, And by a lot of VR stuff, I mean, like, that's... Beat Saber. Besides, (laughs) like, Fortnite and my normal gaming, like Picross, uh, I've been jacking into the Matrix. Oh, my God. Like, every other night for too long. Okay, uh, I'm, I was, I'm I was pa- afraid where, where that sentence was going after the first <laughs> I'm, word. I'm, I'm past the point of getting close to VR sickness. I have now fully immersed myself into <laughs> VR. Uh, I have played four games a lot. One that of them explains, is... Be- that, that explains why, when we were talking before the podcast, how you're saying that the world looks too real. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's, uh, yeah. Um, I've played a lot of Beat Saber, and I've gotten. uh, Are you beating the Sabers into submission? Man, I'm I'm getting pretty dang good at that game. Is that a uh, euphemism? (laughs) No, (laughs) Uh, I I've been getting pretty dang good at Beat Saber, uh, and. It's very interesting to play Beat Saber and play through a lot of the DLCs because you can see how they've iterated upon this game over time and added things. Yeah. And, you know, they don't go back to the old tracks and alter the charts to, or the note charts to add those things in. So you're, by playing through this, like, timeline you're seeing how the game has grown mechanically um instead of releasing like a beat saber 2 or a beat saber 3 like they are just adding mechanics as it goes on which is kind of neat i like that um so it's it's been really fun because every time like every once in a while something new will happen i'll be like oh that's that's a little different um like the other day i was playing one of the songs and um, one of the combo, like, let me explain to people that maybe don't know, Beat Saber is a game where you are essentially holding two lightsabers and you are slashing through notes to songs. It's a rhythm game in VR. And, um, like, the a combo note, which is where you swing both hands through something, uh, the direction switched after it landed. Like, it the direction switch so I had to make a quick adjustment mm. uh, it was one way and then it flipped to be the other as like a trickery and that was kind of fun and then I was realizing that it was it was in a Lady Gaga song so it was making me emulate like kind of like a certain dance move type thing nice uh, yeah so it's really neat um, I I love this game and also I found out that it apparently is a a workout uh, because you get so sweaty playing uh, Beat Saber because there's 
you know, especially when you're playing on harder difficulties, there's a lot of You're notes. swinging like crazy. Yeah. Um, the other experience I, I want to talk about is I have, I'm playing this game that uh, is very interesting. It's called Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge, and it's set in On Batuu, which is... the Sims expansion? No, that is called something else. But I like mm. it is, it is similar, in in that it's Sims set on Batu. Uh, similar. Uh, uh, but this game is when you describe to someone what playing a video game in VR is like. Um, you know, like I'm sure they also like conjure up in their heads like sort of like a Ready Player One type situation or whatever, where like you're you're actually equipping stuff off of your body and like this game tries its best to do some of that stuff so it's really neat so um like if you kill a bad guy you can grab their gun and equip it to a holster or grab a healing kit off of them and put it into a couple of slots on your arm Uh, like you can look down and see a virtual body where you can grab stuff off of like equipment belts and stuff. And um, it's also one of the most fleshed... So I played Vader Immortal, which I didn't... I want to talk about, but it's more... That game is more like a on-rails. You're, you're kind of going one direction, and it's neat because you're swinging around a lightsaber, but, you know, it's a point A to point B experience. This like game actually... arcade machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and this game has actual side quests like you're exploring Batu, and you're not only doing the story you're trying to like explore the world more and um you know really get the feel for it and it's so interesting uh i'm about two hours into it i looked up i think it's like six hours long which is pretty cool um and you start to realize like how long an hour is in vr uh (laughs) Um, it, cause it gets tiring. Um, but yeah, it's that an hour in VR is 61 minutes. <laughs> no, no, no. Isn't it like, uh, an hour in VR is more like two and a half hours, uh, in normal time. With the, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's cause of like time dilation. Cause right. Yeah. Uh, or if you're playing a space game, it makes time move yeah, faster. Yeah, the closer yeah. you fly to a black hole in a space game, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it, it ripples into real life. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've been playing that. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to play other games here soon, but I've been really engrossed in this new headset thing that I have because it's, it's something new and fun, and uh, it also provides a little bit of a workout. Uh, but I, I do want to say I've also been playing this game. <laughs> Seth, I'm excited. Because uh, the best part about the Oculus Quest 2 also is that it's hyper-portable because there's no cords or anything. So uh, if I go to Seth's house this weekend, I can just put it in the little carrying case I bought and trudge it up there. And, it you know, it's nice. as, as portable as a Nintendo Switch, you know. Uh, not as playable in the car, but <laughs> <laughs> also I don't 
want to play VR in anything moving, that probably would be terrible. Oh, God. Um, mm, you'd but, hate to see that, that new patent that Apple filed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I for, for a car that has... Yeah, no windows. No, no windows. And just, oh, and it just that's horrifying. And he looked in VR. Yeah, it's... Yeah. It's like a... Um, hope it, it, so, hope it also uh, bags the, that they one of the games mouth for the throw up. Oh. <laughs> um, one of the games that I I've been also playing is called Walkabout Mini Golf, and it is really fun. Uh, you get to you know play mini golf, and it you know tracks the mo- the motion that you swing, and it does a pretty decent job in providing feedback and like how hard you're swinging toward you know between transferring to the ball and stuff and. Um, I just figured out how, because before I would just tell Marianne what I was doing, and she would be like, oh, that sounds interesting, and um, she would just see me, I'm sure, swinging my arms around like a wild man. Yeah. And um, we figured out recently how to cast to the TV what I'm doing, so she can kind of see what I'm doing. I was about to ask, like, how, how weird is it, like, being in VR but talking to someone like outside of what you're literally seeing yeah in what it's like enveloping your senses at the moment so there's there is an amount of weirdness when um so like one thing that i don't understand that's been a prevalent issue is that um our cat kiki likes to uh rub her head and back on my feet when i'm playing in vr Never, <laughs> never any other time of day. Uh, but when I'm standing there with the headset on, she loves to come and do that. Because she knows um, that you can't get mad at her. I mean, he can. Well, the you problem is I well, can't, can't accidentally step on her. That's the, <laughs> uh, because I'm trying to, you know, you're not moving around like stepping wise, but you do have to shift yourself. Yeah. And, um, so it is weird to be like in like a gunfight in on on Batu with like laser guns and stuff and then all of a sudden the cat starts rolling on my feet and I'm like you know it's a jolting experience because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can't see the you cat. You think you're safe. Right. Um and then never safe when so, you got a VR headset on. <laughs> yeah, I right. think that's the real lesson here. Yeah. At any point you're 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 bound to be attacked. Um, so it's, uh, I found out that Apollo finds it very disconcerting, uh, to see me flailing about, uh, for no reason. Uh, but he just kind of groans in the corner. Um, and the cat loves to roll on my feet. Um, but other than that, you know, it's a great experience. Uh, I suggest, you know, if, if you're interested in VR, it's, it's it's fairly affordable, you know. It's like two hundred bucks for the Oculus Quest two, or is it three? I can't remember. It's one of the two, um, but it's you know it's it's good fun. Yeah. And the games are all pretty like ten fifteen bucks. Uh, I'm gonna get the one I am gonna spend some money on is I'm gonna get. 
Uh, I can't wait to tell you. I'm going to get Resident Evil 4 VR. I was about to ask yeah. if you were going to get either that or to, if the 7 VR had a non-PSVR version. So the problem is the 7 VR has a Steam version, I think, mm. but not an Oculus version. I see. So, um, and I don't have a gaming PC right now. Otherwise, I could just plug my Oculus into the PC yeah, and play to go. that. But, um, yeah, I I am going to do the 4 VR, though. Nice. Um, I'm excited to hear that. So, and God knows how long that's going to take because that's a longer game. <laughs> Uh, and so, <sighs> playing in VR for that long is rough. Um, you start to like disassociate with <laughs> like everything around you because, like, I'll I'll be I'll go to take the headset off and I'm like, oh my gosh, my eyes. Because you also, man, I don't blink as much in VR when I'm playing. Oh like, my god, your eyes are gonna get so fried. My eyes are just drying up so bad. Because like, what you need to do is first of all, you become really smart at software engineering and then you set up a bunch of cameras in your house and create a program to like virtually model your house in real time so you can just walk around it with the headset on and see what you're doing yeah uh man i think really what we need to do is get to infinity treadmill status uh they need to make that technology more accessible infinity treadmill yeah that's where like you know all treadmills are kind of infinity treadmills right 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 but it like because infinity treadmills will let you go in different directions Ah, i see so like okay that way we can really start getting into like running and vr and stuff (laughs) instead of (laughs) uh because let me tell you um there's two modes of playing in vr when you're playing a game and one of them is teleporting, where you aim the cursor at the ground and you jump to that spot. Um, and the other one is actually moving your character with the joysticks on the controllers. I do not recommend moving your character with the joysticks. Uh, you should always teleport uh, because your body is not doing the movement and <laughs> okay, it that's makes fair. you sick very fast. Uh, yeah, some weird inner ear stuff going on there. Yeah. Um, so you're, bo- you're moving, but your body's not. And so that's why you just do the teleport. And it's fine because, you know, you can ease, you, it, you know, you can build up to the other thing. But I also don't suggest you do it. Um, just wait for the technology. <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, that's been my, my VR time. Uh, that the only other gaming thing I want to report is a friend of the show and original co-host uh, Andrea did one something I've always wanted another friend to do, and she asked me the other day how to play Picross, <laughs> and so I I showed her how to play Picross. Nice. So she's gonna I think she's gonna start playing that a really perfect video game is Picross. <laughs> It's just less a perfect video game and more like a perfectly designed game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That translates very well into a video game. I mean, either way, it always has a chance of ending up as our number one game of the year, unanimously. I mean, it could. Mm. 
I'm sure that Murder by Numbers could have ended up on the list last year. <laughs> uh, that was a good so, game. It was good. Uh, I think back to it every so often. Um, Seth, what have you played? Well, 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 well. Um, so those who are on the Discord will know I teased a while back that I had completed a game. Of course, I wouldn't. I did not say which game it was, despite Forrest trying to trick me into doing it. Yeah. Uh, I did not fall for his ploy. But wouldn't you know, I liked that game so much, I then went on and finished it again. <laughs> oh? Um, yep. And then in the new game plus. Uh, any, any ge- let's get some guesses what this game is. Uh, uh, it's a Switch game, of course. Uh. Um... And what's another uh, hint I can give you? It's got a pixel art. Okay. And then, nope. What was the first hint again? came out this year. This year. What was the first hint again? It's it's a Switch game. Switch. Exclusive to Switch. Ah. Ah. Got a dumb name. Oh, God. Well, that's not really narrowing it down. Let's be real. It's got uh, some people, some some uh, <laughs> <laughs> some characters oh, even. Yeah, it's got uh, it's got action. <laughs> it's got you, you press buttons. Some sound comes out of the speakers. Wow! Uh, the game sounds like you're playing I a played, real video game here. Yes, yes, I definitely played a video game. <laughs> um, there were lights. Uh, no, this game um, that I played. Uh, was a little isometric uh, tactical RPG uh, from the team that brought us oh. the Octopath Traveler. That is, of course, <laughs> okay. a terribly named Triangle Strategy. Uh, I played it. I beat it. Uh, and then I played it again in New Game Plus. Liked it um, so... It game's so nice, he played it twice. Multiple endings to this game, wouldn't you know? Hmm. Um, there is a point in the late in the game when you have to make a choice, uh, and depending on what choice you make, one of three main characters will get mad at you and leave the party permanently, um, which was crazy. And so then uh, I played the game again because I was like, I didn't like that. And it turns out there is a golden route, which makes everyone happy. Nice. Um, as know, there as, should as, be. Uh, yeah. You know, it's weird. I actually kind of like the fact that I got to the point. It's like, well, I have to make a decision. Because um, that's kind of the th- the themes of the game is that, you know, you you get your people together to make this decision on what to do. And no matter what what paths, uh, there, there are multiple times in the game where um, you get to um, choose which paths you want to take. And no matter wh- which one, there's always bad consequences. Um, and so I kind of like the thematic nature of it. It's like, okay, um, there is no real middle ground here. I have to choose to do one thing, and it's going to result in one of these people getting upset at me. Um, so I thought it was a cool, uh, but of course, there is that golden route. Uh, anyway, so Triangle Strategy, of course, it's a, a game in the vein of Final Fantasy Tactics, uh, I think made by the people who made Final Fantasy Tactics. Certainly some of those people were involved. 
uh, but it's an isometric game. You got people that you move around a, a grid to fight e- fight other units. Uh, you know, I'm sure people have seen what it is. Um, I remember talking about the demo and that. Remember thinking it was really difficult. Um, Same. And remember thinking the voice acting was kind of all over the place. Uh, and I'm proud to <laughs> say that the voice acting throughout the game is still just, it's super uneven. Um, <laughs> a lot of it is really good. The, like, the, almost the entirety of the game is voice acted, which is really amazing. Yeah. Um, even there are uh, just, um, you're, you're able to access these by pl- selecting characters um, in battles, like, eventually you will unlock these kind of character stories um, that are just little little vignettes, little scenes of them talking about their backstory or interacting with locals. And all those are fully voiced, too. Um, yeah, so, it, but some of the voices are just, like, oh, boy. They just don't, they don't really match up with the tone of the rest of them. There's at least one very main in very one of the main characters i think maybe like the first character you meet in the game um who it's just it's a terrible performance i'm sorry to say uh and i'm not i'm sure she's a good voice actor uh i looked at her imdb she's done tons of other stuff and i think from stuff i watched like it seems like a lot of bad voice acting comes down to bad direction and i have to think that being in COVID didn't help this because there there are definitely times where it sounds like um, like she might have recorded them not in studio. <laughs> uh, it's really weird. There are just some lines like this doesn't have like even the same kind of sound quality. Um, and then on the other hand, there are other people whose whose voices are also completely like don't match, but it sort of works for them. It's just. It's it's mostly really good, but there is a bit of a mixed bag. Um, the story, oh my gosh, the story in this game was so good. Um, it feels like it's like equal parts Game of Thrones and like Romance of the Three Kingdoms stuff. It's you know it's big, um, big nations going to battle against each other to try and destroy the destroy their enemies and overtake the the whole of this land of Norzelia, which you uh, reside on. Um, and, you know, this is stuff that was all in the demo and all in the trailers. Right. Um, and it was stuff that was like, yeah, okay. Uh, it, it feels a little bit melodramatic. And, and certainly in the in the demo, I, was, I wasn't sure how it would work, but it actually, like, all of the beats totally land for me. Um, there's even, like, that part at the end of the game where one of my favorite characters left, uh, when I came back and got to the point where I was able to sort of find the the, the, the middle path forward, uh, and I actually got, like, real emotion, like, actually emotional because in, in, like, a scene of talking to that character where he was, like, I, he was saying how he, um, he, he put, you know, his, his feelings of duty to his house over trying to think objectively and tactically. I was like, oh, oh, Benedict, I'm so happy that you're, you <laughs> you came around. Like, uh, the characters, like, all the characters are really great. Really great. The writing is, I mean, uh, honestly, it's really top-notch. Um, I really, 
I was skeptical of it. I was, this was a kind of a game that I had put off playing because I was kind of like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. Like, I want to play it. Um, and then it just really grabbed me um, really quickly. The music in it, um, very good. Uh, there was a good stretch after I played it where the, um, the music that plays in the menu screen before you start a battle was just, like, playing on repeat in my head. Um, like in a good way, because I can that can also be bad sometimes. But yeah. right. But it, it was. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out who the uh, who did the music for this, because I I want to think it was Yoko Shimomura. You know who did? Uh, it Hearts. was. Akira um, Senju. Okay, I don't know who that is then. Um, um, but it, it, like, a lot of the, it, it had the kind of Square Enix um, sound, sound to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, there are times where it's, it, it, it was reminiscent of Kingdom Hearts, and there were times where it was reminiscent of, like, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, it was just re- really good music. Um, what what has that guy done? Uh, not much that you. Yeah, would know. that's that's interesting. Um, the names in this game are absolutely bonkers. Um, <laughs> it seems like a bunch of them are just like two names that they put together. These are all just kind of scatter scatter shot thoughts because I I finished it like a couple weeks ago, um, so it's not super like fresh in my head. But there there's um. The main character's name is like Sarah Noah, and there's this guy who's Gustadolf, and it's just like these are <laughs> you take two names and you put them together. But then in the very first, uh, I gotta say, there's a strong opening to the game when like the the first battle you fight against a guy who's like, I'm Trevor, the the leader of the bandits. It's like your name is Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. That was that You're was the, in the like, demo. The only person with just like a regular old white guy name, Trevor. Uh, he's a great character. Um, what else? So one of the things I was skeptical about it about the game is that. Um, so I never played the original Final Fantasy Tactics on PS One, but I know from the, like the kind of reboot series that came out on Game Boy Advance and, and then a sequel in Nintendo DS. Like you get to recruit characters and you can kind of form them into whatever classes you want, of course, depending on what their character race is, but uh, you can basically pick, okay, you're going to be this, and you're going to learn this magic and these skills and move on to this class. Um, And so I was kind of skeptical, because this game does not have that. Like, each character is locked into what class they are, and they have very specific, like, they have very specific uses and specific, like, um, skills that they can do, mo- uh, like attacks they can do on the battlefield, and so I was like, I don't know, I, I kind of, I, I don't know if it'll feel the same if I can't kind of make these units like my own, like you could in Fire Emblem's Three Houses, for example. Um, but it turned out I actually really like the fact that it it made each f- character feel kind of specifically authored, um, and and it did, you had to go through 
like an actual process of of thinking. Okay, which characters do would be most useful in in this kind of situation? And it was even more. It was there the the game kind of um, it when you go into the character select screen will give you like will tell you who they who the game recommends, but it doesn't actually ever tell you why. Um, and it's just kind of a lot of it is sort of based on. Um, like there will be enemies who are weak to a certain type of magic or uh, different terrain effects that people will have. Um, but it's, you know, it's you can't really know about that stuff until you get into the battles. Um, so I think it, it there was always this cool, okay, well, who do I want to use? Do I want to take in these characters who I haven't used who are underleveled and, and give them time to level up? Um, so it made for a cool kind of like decision making process you had to do before each map um and the game is really well balanced in like the leveling system um so each each uh mission has a recommended level um and if you bring in bring in characters who are above that level they get like negligible amounts of experience but um if you bring characters who are like way below that, like any action they do will basically cause them to level up, like to get enough experience. So it makes nice. it really easy to bring in kind of lagging characters and in that map get them up to a level wh- where they can actually compete. Um, and and they're never like there were even there were like instances where I would bring in a character I don't know like ten, maybe fifteen levels below what the enemies I was. Yeah. Um, and it, it it probably differs from character to character, but there, it was never a, a a situation where I was worried that oh if this person gets w- this person is gonna get like one hit killed. So because uh, they would always seem to be able to like tank a couple hits um, and you know get experience from doing that. Uh, so I I thought it was just, it was it's a really well balanced game that kind of um, allows you to bring anyone into into any encounter uh, and figure out a way for them to be useful. Um, the The kind of unique thing about this game is uh, the, s- the scales of conviction. Um, so there are like these... Y- the main character, Saranoa, uh, like a, early in the game, he takes over this... He becomes the lord of his house. Uh, and so you're kind of... There are, there are times where you have to make like decisions of what you're going to do. Like early on, you have to decide: Do we want to go visit this kingdom in the north or this kingdom to the east? Um, and the way these, it's a, it it really works. There's it's just kind of like different missions that you can k- take at at, at um, different chapters of the game. Um, and and it's not every single chapter. Like they all kind of lead to the same place, but the the different specific interactions will be different depending on what. Uh, choices you make, but there are these kind of. Um, in order to to decide these, you there are these. Um, what's the word they use? Uh, there are these kind of discussion phases, where you have like your retinue of seven people who's your, like your war council or whatever, and you, the character, don't actually get to. It's weird. You don't get to decide what you're going to do. Instead. You have these scales, and each party member will bring in 
these little tokens to say, hey, th- I think we should do this. And then whoever, whatever the majority decision is, is, is what you do. So you, but you have a chance to like, ha- like go into a discussion with them and kind of try and convince them of, of what you think is the thing to do. Um, in these, generally in those situations, you can also like, you get a chance to walk around in like a town or something and talk to townspeople and you can uncover like uh different dialogue options like a per like a townsperson will tell you about oh i heard that there was this um that the the kingdom to the north they they captured this bandit because he was trying mm. to smuggle stuff in and then that becomes a thing you can use to uh convince the people in your party to hey say hey um I know you were thinking we should go there, but if it would, but if we go to this other place, we can learn about this guy. Um, so it's a, it's kind of a cool mechanic, and it's and it's also there's this frustratingly like hidden stat, at least in the first playthrough. So each there uh, there are like three stats. They're called utility, uh, l- liberty, and morality. Um, and so every like. Literally every action in you do in the game kind of adds numbers to these stats. Uh, and mm-hmm. it, it shows up at this, this little box will show up in the top right of the screen that says, Serenoa's convictions have been strengthened. But you don't actually know what you did <laughs> and which stat it affected. Um, and so it can be kind of frustrating, but that al- that comes into play in these discussions because there are sp- like specific missions will be aligned to these to one of these three um traits and so depending on what your like level in those are it'll be easier or harder for you to kind of influence the decision making of of your uh war council um and it's really interesting because it, it does in in when you're playing through it the first time it makes it uh depending on stuff you've done it there are times where you're kind of locked out of certain missions because you don't have the ability to convince your party members, um, at least early on. It kind of, because it's just kind of a, a cumulative stat, there's no way for it to go down. As the mm-hmm. game goes on, you just, your ability to convince them only increases. Uh, and so later in the game, it, it's, you can, you get to a point where you can, the the actual discussion phases are kind of superfluous and you can pretty much no matter what you want manipulate the the decisions into doing what you want to do uh so that's one of the things by the end I was like man I wish that was kind of more intricate and and made it easier for me to not get the exact thing that I wanted but I also understand right. why they wouldn't want you like you don't you don't really want to take that agency away from the player, but um, I do wish like it did feel a bit like okay, I had to actually earn this. Um, but it's 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 a cool thing, and when you do a, a when you go into New Game Plus, uh, like the second playthrough, all of those stats then become visible, and so you know what you're doing, which stat it it um it increases. So I thought that was cool too to like give you a bit more. Um, it's like okay, you beat the game again. If you're gonna play it again, you have a bit more control. Um, I don't know, man. It's just it was just a really really good game. Uh, I had a, I had a lot of fun playing it. 
Um, and I, and after I beat it, like the next day, I was like, man, what the heck am I gonna play now? Cause I couldn't, um, cause you can't. <laughs> it it like it, it's weird. There are certain like characters that you that are locked to certain missions, um, mm-hmm. and so you basically you would have to play the game through four times to actually unlock all the characters. Um, mm. And it's really frustrating because, like, there, there's a... You get... Very early on, there's a split between two missions that, that can unlock two different characters. And then later, like, v- very near to the end of the game, there's, f- like, a there are four possible missions that you can, you can do, uh, and each one doing one will unlock a character. Um... And so you, you would have to play through the game four times again. But the thing is, after the end of the second playthrough, like all of the characters are max level or like one level below that. Um, and so there's like no incentive to play the game again because like your characters can't develop anymore. Um, like they've all reached their ultimate class and have all these skills. So it's, it's uh, that. that w- that was kind of like I was like, man, it, there is there is replayability in the fact that you can play it. Like there are multiple endings, and at least in the in the second playthrough, your characters are still like leveling up, and you're still able to unlock characters. Because um, also with the the three hidden stats, once they reach certain levels, um, you will get to recruit. Uh, just random characters will will come to you, and be like, hey, I want to join your your team. Um, and that's like how you unlock most. But like by the end of the second playthrough, all my char- all like literally all of the characters I had were maxed out, um, because in the golden route, um, you have to use like you you go on, you have to like divvy up your squad into into three separate teams to go on these missions. Um, and so basically all of them get to a point where it's like okay, yeah, they're all. I've even the characters that I've kind of ignored have have very quickly risen to max level, um, and so I was like, well, there's not, there's no, there's no real reason for me to continue playing this anymore because I've I've basically done it all, uh, and of course, you know that's the way it is with game. Like not all games have to be infinitely replayable, um, and you know that's not a bad thing. But it is just kind of like man. That game was so good, and now it's over, and I don't have anything as good to play now. Uh, but yeah, it was really good. This is this, um, definitely suplex certified, and it's not even like super long. Like that was one thing I was expecting. It's it's a JRPG, but it's I don't know. I think like the campaign might have been like twenty hours, which is not nothing, but it's less than I was expecting it to be when I started the game up. Yeah, same. Um, Especially um, when I played the demo earlier. Like, I, I was, if I went into playing this game, I was expecting it to be, like, 30 to 40, at least. I mean, I I, I might be, like, um, undershooting it. Um, uh, like, it might be around 30. The second playthrough is definitely a lot a lot faster. Um, so, I don't know. It's I, it I, always I, is. Yeah. How long to beat has it around 33 hours? Gotcha. Yeah, that seems about right. And a completionist run is ninety three hours. Right, because you have to play you like you to complete like 
to get everything in the game, you have to play through it multiple times. Like I said, you have to play through it at least four times. Or you have to play through it four times to get all the characters. And that is if you, like, make sure you do... Because there's one... It's really annoying. Like, there's one character that is locked... Like, most of these levels are just, hey, you make this decision to go to this mission, and there will be this character here that you can unlock. But there is one specific character that you have to make one decision earlier in the game and then go back and make this other decision to go on this mission. Um, and so, and like, so there's, there is no way I was ever going to get that one. Um, but yeah, it's really good game, really a lot of fun playing. Um, the difficulty was... I played it on normal difficulty. I'm sure if I played it on hard, it would be, uh, it would be a bit tough. But I found the difficulty to be just right. Um, yeah, really good game. I kind of, uh, it's it's too bad that I, we didn't get a chance to record like after I was fresher off the game. I think I would have less kind of just all over thoughts on it. But um, it's really good. Also, the art art in it's really great. It's got that 2D <laughs> HD thing going on, so. Nice. If you are a fan of that, then you will like the way this looks. I am a fan of it. I'm waiting for them to implement it, it onto a game that I would love. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, this one's good. Uh, I think that the next one that I'm probably going to give a shot is that Dragon Quest one. Mm. Mm. I forgot about that. Yeah. Dang. Same. Um, awesome. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that yeah. you love that game. Yeah, I, good game. One of my one of my favorite uh, gaming experiences of the year so far, for sure. And we are halfway through. That's so. true. Uh, you're you being positive on this may get me to actually give it another shot because um, yeah, I really I wasn't like, impressed with the demo. Yeah, like I said, I came out of the demo also kind of skeptical of like I don't know about this, but I think they. But I remember they they like they they made a big deal of asking people about like taking feedback from the demo and talking about how they were implementing it, um, and yeah, I think the 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 end result is is a much better balanced game and um, and of course the thing with the demos they're they're like s- they they picked like slices from not really from the middle of the game but um, they kind of throw you in it at one of the the more hectic moments of of the early story but you don't really have any attachment to the characters at that point and yeah um uh and yeah that that i i remember playing the demo and like those two battles like the battles i was like man these are real hard um and yeah the 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 difficulty was much better balanced in the the final game um and i and one of the things is that there's like uh, it's great that there is there's no penalty for your characters dying in game, other than like not being able to get any more experience for them because they just like it's fine they come back. Um, and a great thing is if you like if you fail a mission, like all your characters get killed, you can restart the mission and all your characters like keep the experience that they got. Oh, um, so that makes it like it 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 kind of takes out that that annoying feeling of, oh, I just lost all of this, um, you know, I, I just played through this mi- this battle forever, and I failed, and now my character's, like, uh, like all that 
all that progress is lost. Like it, yeah. even in failure, like your your characters have still gotten stronger, and and just by like the nature of that, your next play, your next try in the mission is going to be a bit easier. Yeah, like you're so not hitting that, a. Yeah, that was a that was a, a great, uh, a very good move. It made it so like you were never getting too frustrated with losing. Uh, that's that's very comforting to hear, actually. Yeah, I was thinking. I, I was thinking yeah, a shot for I sure. That. Um, it it ended up being a very fun game from a person who was like I, who was absolutely not sure if they were going to like it going into it. Nice. We love to hear it. Forrest, <laughs> what did you play? Uh. I haven't played anything new. That's I'll okay. tell you that. Uh, I've decided to platinum Elden Ring, though, because by the time I finished my first playthrough, I only had, like, eight uh. trophies left to do, and now I only have three, and two of them are ending-based, and I'm just going to do a mm. split save state. Yeah, why not? That. I don't even think you need to do that. Cause like... uh, I do with the two endings I have left to do, because uh, it's the Frenzied Flame ending and the Elden Lord ending. Yeah, I guess that would take, uh, it would be easier to just do a split save rather than doing the one ending and then going through the whole process of yeah, getting rid the of whole thing again. The ending. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. As, as much as, like, the amount of time I put into this game at this point and how much I know about it and how I can sequence break it and stuff, like, yeah. if I really wanted to, I could do, like, the Elden Lord ending on, like, like, as my final, like, my third sure, playthrough, sure. whatever. But um, I, I'd like to kill as many birds with as many, or as few stones as possible for this. Like, I've, I've knocked everything out except for those two endings and one boss fight that I missed out on my first playthrough because I didn't do mm. a certain quest. Who was it? It was Fia's quest line, so I missed out on the Lich Dragon Fortis Axe fight. Yes, yes. And I haven't discovered if I beat, like, that boss in, like, a friend's world or something like that, if it will give me the trophy. I don't think it does, but I also Uh, haven't looked it up at all. Um, But I doubt that it would give it to me, so I'm taking the steps to do it now on my own. Um, But it's been a really fun experience. The only problem is that with my second playthrough i didn't have any idea what character build i wanted to go for and i was already like 57 to like 60 levels in which is like by that point you should probably figure something out um and i finally figured out something last night that was close enough to what my first character was because i think i struck gold (laughs) with my build on my first character um so this one is like halfway removed from that so it's still a little familiar um but different enough that I'm still experimenting and still trying out and learning new aspects of the game, which there's so much of. Uh, But yeah, that's literally all I've been playing. I did get the physical um, release of Sifu, though, um, which I was waiting for Mm -hmm. um, because it released digitally earlier in the year. But um, I was waiting for the physical to come out, so I got that, and I'll probably start that up once I uh, platinum Elden Ring. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's one I'm I'm definitely going to get around to at some point, too. 
Oh, I interesting. I, I played Trek to Yomi. It was bad, so I uninstalled it. Uh, I heard. Uh, I almost okay. played it, and then I heard what everyone was saying about it. And I'm like, dang. Yeah, it was very bad. Sad. I mean, you did like you did say that you did not think it looked good. So. Yeah, and then I I saw the reviews <laughs> right. that said that it, man, I don't know. I I thought I'd give it a shot. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, why not? And, uh, I, I will say I gave it its dude, I gave I gave it some time. I gave it two chapters. I think that game's only five chapters long. I went <laughs> through like a third of it. And I I just couldn't do it. It's not good. Well dang. Well there you have it. Yeah. yeah. I I've played video games, but you know, I've it's been a lot of not finishing them because I decide this isn't very good, so yeah. I stop. Yep. Um, That's how it is sometimes. Yeah. But in a couple of weeks, we have Mario's Strikers, so that's that's truly what matters. Yes. Um, yeah. Let's hope that is good. Oh, well, of course it'll be. Golf. It'll be great. All right. Um, with that, we are going to take a break and be back with the news. Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at at suplex the sticks links for the socials and the invite to our discord are in the show notes below subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher and while you're at it let your friends know about the podcast it's the best way to help us grow our community and with that back to the show and we're back all right let's get into some news on, there, the, it, on the during the break i went and streamed uh, sonic 2 on paramount plus Oh, that's right. That is on Paramount Plus. Uh, and after he finished Sonic Two, he uh, he watched all of Halo Season One. That's true, also. <laughs> uh, which I did watch all of Halo Season One, and mm, feel for you. Some people, you know what? It's a show. It's a show. It is one of the most shows to ever this year. Uh, it was better than Picard. Yeah, season. It was better than Picard season two, but not uh, better than Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. No, honestly, a real mixed bag on Paramount Plus original programming. Yeah, yeah. You truly have all ends of the quality spectrum. Yeah, yeah. I think that Halo, uh, if you really turn your brain off <laughs> and watch it. It's kind of interesting, but other Don't than that... Don't picture it as the video game, Master Chief. Oh, God, no. That's... Yeah. Um, someone I respect very much, I was listening to them review Halo. Uh, Rob Zachney of Waypoint uh, said that uh, this show is made by people that really liked Equilibrium and hoped that people forgot Equilibrium existed. And... That made a lot of sense after he said it. Uh, um, if you have ever seen the movie Equilibrium, which I think, out of us three, I think I'm the only one that has. I'm not sure you've seen it, Seth. Uh, it's possible. It's it's definitely a familiar name, but I can't um, tell you what it is. It is a uh, Christian Bale and Tay Diggs joint uh, with Gun Kata in it. It's... It's uh. really, 
<laughs> uh, yeah. Man, that's a good movie. I'm going to rewatch that movie. That you should if, you instead of did. watching instead of watching <laughs> Halo season 1, watch Equilibrium. Heard, I could do that. Uh, um man, Tay Diggs is great in that movie too. Um Tay Diggs is just so, great. I agree. Um let's get let's get into uh, some of this news. Um a Marvel MMO was canceled six months after it was announced. I don't um, even remember today. this announcement. Me either. But I was just saying, if if you were looking forward to this, I'm sorry. That's been canceled. Uh, also, just superhero MMOs don't usually last well. Yeah. Um, uh, DC Universe Online somehow is still going. Yeah, like, why would you... Why would Wait, you want to... Is that still going? Yes. Hmm. It, like I, I see. Yeah, in a game like that, you don't, you don't want to. Like I, I don't know why you would want to be your own original superhero. Like in a world where there's already Ooh. superheroes. Like you want to be Spider Man. You don't want to be Dingle Man. Yeah. So you don't, and you don't want to be one of like fifty Spider Mans running around in a server. Yeah, fifty like, not Spider Man. Right. Because uh, I'll tell you, the first thing I did in City of Heroes is I made Captain America. <laughs> I just, that's what I did. Yeah. I just made Shield Man. I, uh, the Shield. Um, yeah. So, um, superhero MMOs has always been something that's eluded me and as to why people would like it. And, you know, so it makes sense that this is canceled. Um, so. Uh, in. Okay, cool. That is on the docket. Okay. Uh, the Roller Champions uh, is finally released. It came out yesterday. I haven't played it yet. But everyone, the Ubisoft rollerblading yeah. game has finally dropped. I just saw the Ooh, ad for this yesterday. That. Yeah, we should play it. Uh, this weekend would be hard, but we should play it before the next <laughs> show set. That we could talk what, what about. What is it on? Everything, I think. Okay, good. I have um, that. I don't think it's on the Switch. Yeah, just like multiverses. I, I could be on. I could be wrong. Not I could be on. Uh, you could also be on. You could yeah. be on the Switch. Um, I frequently am on the Switch. Uh, <laughs> I'm on it. Yeah, right as now. I said, you I'm could sit, be. I'm, I'm sitting on it. It's it a is high on possibility. PlayStation 4. It's on PlayStation Xbox. And uh, I guess it may be coming to the Switch eventually, but right now. It's only on the the main consoles or the the you know yes the home consoles yeah uh, let's see so I I you know look forward to us talking about that because I have been waiting for this game to drop because I am if we're gonna be talking about old movies I'm in love with the movie Rollerball and this. Mm. Game a classic. Just, this game just looks like Rollerball. Never ball. heard of that. Yeah, it's because you're young. I won't deny that. It's, uh, Isn't Bow Wow in that? Oh my god, is... No, Bow Wow's not in Rollerball. Oh, I'm uh, thinking of something else. LL Cool J's in Rollerball. That might be what I'm thinking. Or at least, I'm talking about the 2002 remake Rollerball. Uh, oh, okay. Chris Klein is also in that movie. And Rebecca Romaine. 
when she was Rebecca Romaine before she was Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Now she's uh, Rebecca Iceberg. So, um, all right. Boo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that was a reference to, and I'm going to keep it going. Was a, it was lettuce. a lettuce joke. Lettuce. No. Boo. Romaine. Boo. Iceberg. Boo. Boo. Uh, uh, also, along with store uh, superhero stuff, Marvel Midnight Suns has been raided in South Korea, so it, you know it could be releasing sooner than later. Uh, hopefully sooner. Maybe we'll get a date in the next couple of weeks because we've got Jeff Cayley's gaming thing happening on the 9th and then Xbox's thing on the 12th. I've been seeing a lot of talk around... Not E3 is coming. Yeah, not E3. I've been seeing a lot of talk around the town that Midnight Suns is going to get a re-reveal after lukewarm reception to its initial reveal um, coming up Mm. soon. I mean, I thought it looked good the first time. I thought it did, too. I was going to get it. But um, there's been a fair bit of talk that they've reworked uh, some things. Mm. So It's no longer a strategy game. It's a first-person shooter. There we go. That's what you do. Yep. And, <laughs> of course, it's a, it's a games-as-a-service game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gotta see so that's, that's happening. Uh I want to get the other news out before we talk about the other big thing. Um, Thunderful has four separate new SteamWorld games in development. Yo. Uh, SteamWorld Headhunter is going to release in 2023. Mm. Uh, that is the um, third-person action shooter that uh, they have shown like a little tidbit of. Um, there's a game codenamed Strawberry. Uh, which is a mobile puzzle game, uh, code name. I was hoping, I, I was hoping you were going to say code name Steam. Code, no, 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 no. So all of these are just Bring the actual. Back, yeah, they're just the code names. It's not yeah. like the, It's not the title. Um, code name Caramel is a turn-based uh, tactical shooter for mm, consoles, like code PC, Steam. and mobile. <laughs> <laughs> And then Codename Coffee is a city-building game for PC and console. You know what coffee gives off? Yes, it gives off Codename Steam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> I want to fight Cthulhu with Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, that'd be sick. Um, so four titles in what is one of my favorite franchises. Uh, and it's about time I'm fed. Yeah, that's huge. There hasn't been a new one of these in a long time. Unless you and count the, last the gunk. One, yeah, unless you count the gunk, which doesn't tie in canonically at all to... to mm. the is that the same developer? Games. It is the same developer. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Um, uh, Fall Guys is dropping for free on my birthday, June 21st. God uh, bless, I thought or it, it was is already free. free. It's birthday. free to play. Uh, and, and a level builder. Oh, that's big. Wait, is it getting that? I thought I saw that. I could be totally wrong, though. Uh, I might be getting a level builder. But I think I you might be right. I believe that was part of it. I, guess I didn't like watch a it. Challenge builder, but uh, it might be that. Yeah, like a show builder or something. Um, I just know that I saw the news about the announcement, 
Mm-hmm. And I saw that it was like a five minute thing, and I just didn't feel like watching all five minutes. Yeah, that's a long time. Uh, because Fall Guys is fine. That's that's where I land on Fall Guys. I mean, you only um, got twenty four minutes in a day, so right? Five of those. You can't get rid of five of those. That's gonna. Lie. Um, Gosh, I can't find it. Two, two more pieces I have of to news. Know if I'm wrong. Uh, Multiversus uh, has been officially announced and is coming. And it's in a closed beta right now. Yes. Yes. And it, the Iron Giant is fighting people. They turn yes. into a weapon again. Yep. But he's fighting alongside and occasionally against Superman this time. I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, I, I know there's an What open makes you excited for it? Uh, this is gonna sound so corporate shill of me, but the characters, I Mm. I would like to play something that I can like. I would like to play a fighting ish type game that's not Injustice, because I don't like the way Injustice plays. Let me tell you about a video game called uh, Super Smash Brothers. Yes, I. But I want to play as Superman, and I can't do that in Smash Bros. Mm. So this is the next best thing that I have. Huh. Seth, what do you think of this game? Um, I think it looks fun enough. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like free to play, right? Well, I believe it is free to yes. play for a little bit, and then you'll probably have to pay for characters later. Sure, sure, of course. I mean, um, as you do with all character-based free-to-play things. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, finally. I've been trying to find this stupid Fall Guys news. Uh, but yeah, I think, um, you know, it's goofy enough. Uh, so yeah, I don't really have any big thoughts about it. Um, but it's probably something I'll try at some point. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been watching a fair bit of gameplay lately. It looks more polished than the Nickelodeon's All-Stars. So, like, it doesn't look up to the polish of Smash at all, but, like, it, it feels like we're getting closer to that, thankfully. I think it's probably uh, visually a bit more polished, but from the stuff I read about that Nickelodeon game, the actual, like, the actual combat Mechanics. is a lot more, yeah, in-depth. Gotcha. I just care about these leaked characters that possibly mm. could be happening. Oh? You know, like Pickle Rick. And LeBron James. Yes. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron James, famously uh, from Space Jam, A New Legacy, like, and nothing else. Like this, is, this is the real promise of this game, is the potential like absolute insane characters who could be brought into it. Apparently, one of the leaked characters is uh, Static Shock. God bless. Oh. Uh, absolutely, he'll be in it. There's, that, there's oh, the boy. movie coming out over the next few years that's in development right now. The comic is about to hit its second season going into the end of this summer, I believe. Like, Static's going to be big. He's going to be in this game. Mm. Uh, Legolas. Gandalf. Give me Aragorn. He's the hottest. Uh, Neo from The Matrix. <sighs> mm. uh, Emmett from the Lego movie. Godzilla. Yo. Oh, yes. Which uh, it'd be the it'd be the 
yeah, the monster verse. Yeah, yeah, man. I just watched Shin Godzilla the other day, and I, I was know. about to be like, bro, if it's Shin, I can <laughs> I'd lose imagine my them mind. giving us Monster vs. Godzilla and also Toho Godzilla. I would, cool. I would what, lose my mind. Really, truly, what needs to happen is that Michael Jordan also needs to be in this game mm, because of Space Jam One, mm. so that. They could have LeBron James and Michael Jordan fight. Yeah. That's and see who the goat is. <laughs> the goat is in funny. a completely subjective yeah. uh combat setting. Yeah. <laughs> um so really, you know, any 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 character is possible. Uh a Personally, I'm really hoping for Barry from the hit show Barry. Oh, uh, yeah. I I'm unironically with you on this. I'm, uh, <laughs> That's a great show. It is a great show. Any any other random? Uh, I I hope. I wonder if uh, Malignant from. Oh my god! Uh, oh yes. my god! <laughs> I wonder if Malignant is a Warner Brothers property. It is. I think it is. Uh, I would like Malignant to be in. Um, <laughs> no. That'd be horrifying. It is a Warner Brothers property. I, yeah. So, uh, are we gonna get the nun from the Conjuring movies? You know, <laughs> I think that there's a lot. Of, I think there's a lot of possibilities here. I want Dark Side. Uh, give me specifically the Patrick. Look for stuff. <laughs> Give me list. specifically the Patrick, uh, what's his name version of Patrick Bateman. Yeah, yeah. the Patrick Bateman, <laughs> really just the Patrick Bateman verse. All of his characters. Um, what's who's he playing Aquaman? I forgot. My brain just broke. Uh, yeah, he's an Aquaman. Why are you giving me that look? Christian Bale. Patrick, no, Patrick Wilson Bateman. you're talking about. Patrick, Patrick Wilson. Bateman was played yeah. by Christian Bale. So I was yes. like, yeah, that, that, <laughs> hold on. I'm yeah, like, Patrick what do you mean the Patrick Bateman verse? Played, played Ocean Master. Yeah, he, he plays Orm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, ah, oh, God. I'm just thinking about Aquaman now and how good those costumes were. Put Patrick especially, Wilson in Especially in Ocean Masters. As, as like, all of the WB characters he's been, like... Doctor Ed Man Warren, Pat- or no, not Doctor Ed Pat- Warren Pat- from uh, The Conjuring, Night Owl from Watchmen. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, There's yeah. so many possibilities. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised Doctor Manhattan is not in this game. I wonder <laughs> if we'll get any of the Teen Titans from Teen Titans Go. Mm. Yeah, I think we will. Let's, Newt Scamander. Let's get him in there. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get Grindelwald in all of his forms. Uh, you know, anything is possible. I'll take serious. Brana as Hercule Poirot. There was there was a uh, there was a report the other day that WB is double downing on Harry Potter. No, so you know, put oh, no what way. About, um, put Dobby. What about Guy from Free Guy? Yeah, yeah I'm down okay. for that. That's an HB or Warner Brothers property. It's uh, on HBO Max. Huh. Is that like... Um, Give me Ambush Bug. Marvin the Martian. Uh, Ooh, yeah, we need more Looney Tunes in there. Beetlejuice. Hmm, Beetlejuice. Uh, Gizmo from Gremlins. I was, 
I was scared that Forrest was gonna say it a third time. Uh, <laughs> now you're all good. You know, just characters. I want any that, any of the characters from Wizard of Oz. You could yeah. You could get Wizard of Oz characters. Give me the Wicked there. Witch of the West. Uh, or like Dorothy could be like Pokemon trainer, and she switches <laughs> so out her three companions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, see, I was thinking of a Pokemon trainer like character, but it's all the people from Fast and the Furious. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Uh, Give me the Green Lantern core as a character. Randy from South Park. Put Vin Diesel in there. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's already in it. Yeah. Because th- if you put Vin Diesel in it, then you can have him fight uh, The Rock's uh Black Adam. Oh, that's going to be... And they'll finally be able to fight each other yeah. in real life. Yeah. I mean, you, you can... You can like, fa- in real life Iron and fake Iron Giant's already in there. Life. So we already oh, got yeah, Vin true. Diesel. Yeah. Um, I didn't know he voiced him. Yeah. Yeah. I, wow. Famously. I, listen, that movie was very formative for me growing up, I, but that it was also a time that I did not care or know about any cast ever. Mm. So, like, retroactively, I'm finding out about these things, and my mind is expanding. Yeah, that's good. So, look, I don't I don't know that everything on HBO Max is free game here, but one thing that is on here is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. So, freaking Elric. Uh, Warner Brothers did have the U.S. Uh, distribution rights for JoJo, uh, when it first oh came over here with the English dubs of the current anime, I don't nice. think they do still. Oh, you know who they should add? That guy from the staircase. What? What? You know the guy? Oh, yeah. Who <laughs> 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 might have killed his wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God, what? I cannot remember his name. Yeah, uh, I think it's Michael something. Yeah, it's a documentary show. Oh, okay. But it's also a real murder. That oh, happened. that has yes. Colin Firth in it, doesn't yes. it? Okay, Mom's been yes. telling me about that. Yes. Okay, the I guess I need to watch. on Netflix, but the dramatization is on, on HBO. HBO. You should tell your mom to watch the documentary instead of the dramatization. Uh, yeah. Heard. Man. I mean, it's pretty w- good, but... WB. What if they put in Oscar Isaac's uh, what character about that from freaking Scenes the, from the a frog. Marriage? <laughs> the WB Frog. Uh, the WB Frog? Yeah, what's his name? his name? What? Oh, my gosh. What do you mean? You Do, do you not know who the WB Frog I, is? I think I'm just blanking here. I, I don't think this Michigan is Michigan J Frog. That's yeah, Michigan Yo, J. Frog. Yes, yes. Hello, my baby. Hello, my Yeah, yeah. He, he's got to be a shoe in. I uh, feel like we're building a better roster than they could. <laughs> I feel like we've had this. We had this discussion before at some point. Just I naming characters who should be in this game. Yeah. Yeah, but I think not. I didn't realize the possibilities here. They're almost endless. Um, really, I think we did it with Nickelodeon more so than WB. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also that, that they added uh they revealed uh Jenny from My Life as a Teenager. Yeah, they did. That, which is which is pretty cool. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. A, a, not really that, a deep cut, but one that 
you know, disappeared. An, ap- an appreciative cut, Kappa nonetheless. Mikey. Now, if they throw in Kappa Mikey or something like that, that's a deep cut. Mm. Oh, they should put Courage the Cowardly Dog in. I'm surprised he's not. Here's Cartoon Network. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Throw in um, some, an, some anyway. of the K&D in there. All right. Uh, the last bit of news that we have to talk about is that Square Enix has said that they're going to make Final Fantasy VII announcements next month. Multiple. Multiple. Mm. Announcements. To celebrate the 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII. God bless. So do we get remake part two news? I I think think we get a trailer. A vague announcement. No release date. Or confirmation. No release date. Get a new Uh, We will get more about... Yeah. um, I'm ready to be hurt. (laughs) We're getting a release date for March 2024. (laughs) (laughs) he, here's what I think is actually going to happen. We're just we going to get, get I like... I bet we get more Ever Crisis news. It, it, we definitely are. I'm very excited for that. But unfortunately, I think we're just going to get a crap load of First Soldier news. <laughs> yeah, you <bet>. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's going to take the majority of uh, these announcements. Then we're going to get a... I would be super <laughs> hype if they, if they did a First Soldier on console. Oh, my God. I think it... I think there's an equal chance that we get either a, like actually I don't know I think it's it it seems crazy but I think there is a likelihood that we get an all new game announced. That would be crazy. I know it would be. But I I don't know. I I would be down for um like re releases of Crisis Core and Dirge of Cerberus. But I know that's probably not going to... Eh, well, well, Crisis Core may get yeah, it because of the new PS Plus collection stuff. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they're going to do that because they're going to retail that stuff in Ever Crisis. But, um, like, yeah, is it possible that this whole time that Nomura has been working diligently on Remake Part 2? Sure. Is it also possible that he went off on a tangent and has created another new offshoot? I think that's also that can't be uh, discounted as a possibility. Is all I'm saying. Hmm. Well, we won't have to wait long to find out. Is the good news? Yeah. yeah hopefully, yes. hopefully it comes sooner than later. Um, I am hoping for remake part two though. Same. I I was thinking. I was thinking about it last week. March March twenty twenty four. That's my brain is just telling me it's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But I twenty twenty four. Ooh, that's that's the thing. I want it to be twenty twenty three, but it's definitely gonna be twenty twenty three. I want it to be so badly, but I cannot stake a claim on it because Final Fantasy 16 still needs to come out. Uh, like a different team. I know, but like, there's no way Square Enix is going to double up on major Final Fantasy releases in the same year. Yeah, they will. When was the last time they did it? 
It doesn't matter. They need money. When is the last time they sold had... off like six studios <laughs> for nothing? <laughs> Maybe, need, you know, you know what that means. When they are the going to fast track Kingdom Hearts Four, Seven Remake Two, seven and Final Fantasy Sixteen publicly all being at developed. Once. Is, I don't know, man. The real just, wrench in uh, the system it, here is Kingdom Hearts 4. Yeah. Which, that's 2024. For sure. For sure. And Remake and Final Fantasy 16 are both going to be next year. That's just how it goes. I can see it. My brain tells me it. I say it out loud through my mouth. Into this microphone, into the and I universe. make it happen. That's fair. Uh, Yoshi P came out and said the other day that uh, FF16 is pretty much done, or like on the very on the fast track to there. I think Final Fantasy 16 could come out this year. I think it could too. I think it could too. If it comes out this year, Seven R Two is next year. I will. I will gladly yeah, give yeah. it to 2023. Yes, that that's an easy call for sure. Yeah. That's how it's going to be. Big if, though. Forspoken, just deleting it. Uh, That didn't come out yet, right? No. It got delayed to later <laughs> no, in the year. Yeah. Uh, it's release date it was supposed to be this previous week because I had a reminder of it on my phone before, and I didn't update it with the new release date. Also, because I want to be fair, and we always talk about delays, uh, um... That, but Starfield and the vampire game got delayed. Yep. And, uh, Seth, I need to tell you, because I f- completely forgot. Did you know that that vampire game was announced for summer of this year? <laughs> I did not. That's crazy. <laughs> That's really funny. And I'll say, Chris messaged me and goes, hey, I'm sorry that game's not coming out this summer. And I'm like... That wasn't supposed to come out in summer. Yeah, and I, I looked no back at the trailer. I that, sure I enough, that was like coming out next year. I mean, it no, is sh- now. Sure enough, it says summer twenty twenty two, and I was like, oh, that I I mean I sh- I would have known that that wasn't happening if I remembered it, because <clears throat> none of that was even gameplay. So, um, but yeah, was there any other news you guys wanted to talk about? At all? No. Anything? Can't think of anything. All right, go watch Sonic Two on Paramount Plus. We're not paid to say that, but I mean everyone should Spawn do it. SpawnCon, pay us, give us money, Paramount Plus. All right, we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. See ya.